Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. I'm Brother Priest. <clears throat> this is Key to the Kingdom. Bible study, and we are here today, October 9th, 2019. Um, Brother Shedrick, I think that is you. I gotta thank you, brother, because before, right before coming on to the call, I saw um, something, so thank you for the support. Um, yes, sir. Just bless you, brother. Can't thank you enough. I, I needed to talk to you about the other thing anyway, but um, man, praise the Lord. Brother, what does it mean for us to, as a people, interact with each other on a personal basis, and our commercial affairs and our business affairs. What is the importance of that? Well, uh, on the record, can I be heard? Can I be heard? Yes, yes, sir. You can be heard. You can be heard. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Well, the importance of that. Um, I'd like to uh, say the reason why it's very important is because one of the things that uh, the man who became known as the Christ uh, began to teach his disciples and students is that I am in the Father, and he is in me, and I am in you. So with that type of understanding, he understood that we're all connected to each other. There's only one spirit governing every single, every single living organism on the face of this planet. And the importance of us interacting in commerce is to understand uh, a certain type of balance of this particular power that is invested in every single body. And, you know, understanding how that particular power is displayed between uh, different uh, governments, classes, uh, uh, races, uh, um, for the purpose of making sure that there's an even balance. In every hierarchy on the face of this planet, we understand that the strongest, the strongest is usually at the top because they are the head, and those who are at the bottom, they're normally the dependents. Not to say that they're necessarily as strong, but are they strong enough to govern within that hierarchy? Well, the way that you will find out is the status of every individual. So 
as far as the hierarchy is concerned, you'll normally find the strongest at the top. Um, in nature, you'll find that the strongest preys on the smallest. But that does not negate the fact that there are some living organisms that have power that goes beyond that of the strongest animal in, in the uh, uh, animal kingdom. Again, the purpose of us all interacting with each other, whether it be commercially uh, or spiritually or uh, just everyday affairs, is so that we understand that every one of us, again, like I always have said, that we're all here to do something. Everybody is designed for a specific purpose, maybe even a specific moment. But understand that you are created with a certain individual talent that if understood how to use it, you can put it together and you can become part of something more bigger and powerful than you. And this is something that the Christ tried to teach the disciples who eventually became the apostles who taught the other disciples and explaining to them that, you know, there are some people who have the gift of praying, some people who have the gift of healing, some people who have the gift of song, some people who have the gift, the gift of blacksmith. Everybody can contribute something in a government. Everybody can contribute something to nature. So if you feel that you are lacking without, um, you have to understand that you are not blessed with the gift of doing everything because if you could do everything, then what would there be left for the world to do? Everybody is here to fix some type of problem and understand that that is what makes, that is the whole essence of power. Understanding that you don't have it all and that the little bit that you do, you do have, you can yield to something greater than yourself. Mother Ema had another word for that and that's called success. That is success. And that is some of what the whole uh, purpose of us actually being able to interact with each other is so that we can understand what success looks like, whether it be on a grand scale or a small scale. Everybody has the potential to be successful according to their individual ability. You can see it manifest itself within the Old Testament. You know, even with uh, when you look at uh, the empire that King Solomon had built for himself, he understood that within the uh, international commercial system that he created within his own kingdom, everybody had the gift of uh, certain uh, uh, or trades of certain gifts. Some people sold human beings. Some people sold silver, things of silver. Some people sold things of brass. And these are the things that they give or yielded to this commercial system to uh, create something bigger than themselves so that everybody can have a little bit of that power or a little bit of that success. That is the purpose of us interacting with each other so that we can all, through our own individual power or individual talent, we can exchange and have a little bit of uh, that power that someone else is yielding uh, for the purpose of having a little bit of uh, their success. There's an equal distribution of power amongst us all. We just have to figure out how we can use those things in order to make something great. Now, on that note, brother, I yield. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that feedback. Now, now I'm leading with this. I see some of the other brothers are here. <clears throat> I'm leading with this. Excuse my voice, you all. I'm leading with this because of 
something that is taking place in Dallas, Texas, that I'm pretty sure many of you have heard of. Female police officer, Caucasian, shoots the Negro, kills the Negro. The judge, the, what was it, bailiff, the her the the guy's brother hugged this woman so there's an dare i say uproar amongst the negro community pertaining to the fact that this judge this um i think it was a bailiff and the brother of this slain um brother have all come to console this Caucasian woman. We are so, and so the, 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 the narrative is we as a people are so forgiving and so loving towards everybody else but our own. So it is of vast importance that we extend real love to one another. That, listen, when you deal with Negro businesses, we are going to make mistakes because we live in a world in America, Central and South America to be included, really the whole planet, that is really being governed by Caucasian people. And so we kind of look at the standards of business through those eyes of how they conduct business. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. They, they conduct business very well, actually. And when we deal with our own, we don't actually, we don't have the patience we don't have a real love to deal with the minute mistakes that we make. Now, we're going to make mistakes as a people as we're learning and relearning to get back into working with one another and to supporting one another's businesses and supporting one um, the love. There's laziness, there's slothfulness, in our people. There's outright hatred in our people for one another. But we forgive these other people so quickly. Well, I wanted to throw that out there to talk about that this week. Um, Brother E.K., what are your thoughts? Shalom, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. Shalom. Shalom. Peace and blessings, everybody. Um, you know, <laughs> going back to your original point when you opened up with why it's important um, for all of us to work together and then tying it back into the concept of why we have to really, really go a little bit further when it comes to loving each other in relation to our people. So like there's a famous African proverb that says, and I'm paraphrasing that, if you want to go uh, 
if you want to go far, go together. If you want to go slow or something like that, go alone. And so there's powers in numbers from that perspective and why we should be working together more. Product, we should be working more together on a grand scale as opposed to this singular effort that seemingly is going on within our Negro communities uh, across America. Now, that doesn't mean that there's other things that are happening, but on a large scale, it seems as though we're very disconnected with supporting one another because for whatever reason. And as it, and as it relates to what happened to the brother when he was, you know, slain by the Caucasian woman, the Caucasian police officer, um, and then the slain victim's brother hugged her and the judge hugged her, um, I think what we're seeing is, um, you know, there's that argument, obviously, where, you know, we're so in love with the enemy that they could do nothing wrong. But when it comes to us, if we did something like that, we're not even hugging um, our perpetrators that, that, that happened to us, right? So you see this, you see on one hand uh, a very large display of forgiveness where on one aspect you see that color doesn't matter because if we go according to the universal law, it doesn't apply to any specific individual, it applies to everyone. So you, forgiveness is a universal concept. But that action should not just be dedicated to just a specific body of people. It should That should be an example for how we should be treating one another. Now, granted, there may be the argument that it's a little bit extreme for how, how could you hug a, uh, the murderer of your brother? How could you hug someone like that? How could you be so quick to forgive someone like that? And... You know, if we think about it, that's true. But then at the, at the same token, it's also showing that we have to understand the concept of forgiveness and understanding that it's really about, you know, releasing that burden of, of, a, of a grudge and of anger, but also showing that we have to, you know, say that, okay, well, since this individual offended me, um, I have to be able to forgive them to release that burden of, of anger um, uh, upon myself. Now, because it's a Caucasian woman that it, that this happened to, that's where the disconnect among our people is really happening, and that's where it's causing the uproar. But I think, on a universal scale, this has to be the uh, precedent for how we treat our own people. That if we're going to extend that kind of mercy. To an out to a foreign nation, right? In that micro sense, then we have to do that to each, for each other, and we have to go a little bit harder at how we display love and forgiveness towards each other and support and encouragement for each other, because that's what you saw in that courtroom. And then the father of the victim was in church saying that I think one day I can be her friend. That's what he also said. I think one day I can be her friend. Maybe not today. But at some point, I can be her friend. Then the mom went and spoke to the yeah. press and said, let this 10 years, let this 10 years that she's been convicted with the sentence, that should be an opportunity for her to reflect on her behavior, that she should look at this as an opportunity to reflect on her behavior and learn from her mistake. So what you're seeing from that family, the father and the mother of this 
of their of their son that was murdered that they're showing an example of what forgiveness looks like on a universal scale and how that we should use that as a model for how we got to apply that to our own brothers and sisters to each other because if we're quick to do that to an outsider that quote unquote doesn't look like us we should be just as fast or if not faster if we look at it from a realistic point of view to do it for each other because there's so many killings so many murders, so many betrayals, so much lies, deceit, and all these different things that Negroes do to each other, that if we can do the same, if we if we apply the same uh, concept of what that family was displaying for everyone to see, that has to show us what we got to do for each other to get better as a people. And sometimes, you know, if you look at it from a, a bigger perspective as well, Sometimes the Most High has to use certain situations to illustrate an example or a point for us to start understanding the universal message of this universal law, because that's also the universal law is also universal love and compassion. So if we understand that, and if we understand that that's what the Christ was actually walking on and what he was doing, then we also have to apply that same formula across the board. Well, we can't just exclude our own people and, you know, just disregard what they do, right? It's in terms of if if someone does inflict harm on us, we forget about it. I mean, we, we don't forget about it, but if an outsider inflicts harm on us, we're quick to forgive. So we can't have a double standard. We have to be consistent. And so this is an example of what we have to strive for for each other, but also show that you know, that love or forgiveness rather doesn't have color. There's no color associated with it, right? It's from the heart. It's, it's that universal concept of love and compassion. But we also have to make sure that we're not having a double standard of when it comes to our people that we hold this grudge against each other when we may make mistakes towards one another, right? Or certain or simple things that can be overlooked or should be able to be reasoned out with, right? But if we're going to look at this example of this woman that murdered a, 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 a Negro man and their family from the father, the mother, and the brother to show that level of compassion and forgiveness, then we have to use it as a template to apply to our own brothers and sisters to each other and let that be something that we do and demonstrate across the spectrum regardless of nationality and color. And, um, but we have to start first. We have to start in-house first. We can't be. We have to start within our, our own house first and get that understood and demonstrated at its full capacity before we start venturing out dealing with other people. So we can make the narrative much easier to comprehend and more applicable in what we have to do. And I yield, brother. Thank you for that, brother. <clears throat> Thank you for that. We treat other people better than we treat our own. It is important that we learn to love one another for real, even in this Hebrew faith. Listen, don't discriminate. Don't hate others that are different than you, come from a different school of thought than you, Let's look at Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, for me, was a hero. 
He still is a hero, always will be a hero for me. Malcolm X was a hero for me. Dr. Khaled Muhammad was a hero for me. I don't follow those ideologies, religions. I'm a Hebrew. But I love and respect what these people have done for me and for us as a whole. Doesn't mean that I agree with the paths they chose, they have chose, that they did choose. But whether I do or not, I'm not even speaking about that. I made a choice in life of the path that made the most sense to me and that which I was going to follow. Now, because I've done that in my life, that has taught me to love and respect all others for who and what they are, particularly my brothers and sisters. So, Brother Lynn, what are your thoughts? Salam, phone on the record. This is Aquan. Can I be heard? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I, I mean, one of the one of the things that um, just ran across my mind in listening to this um, is just how we actually describe what was witnessed. And depending on your level of um, awareness, you know, people will look at the same situation and they'll have a different um, perspective. They have a different take on it, you know, for whatever reason. Um, you know, and I'm just saying that this, this is, I'm not saying whether or not this is true or false. I'm just saying this is just something that popped into my head um, with respect to um, the Amber Geiger, Botham, John situation. You know, was it the the behavior that was displayed by the brother, the family, you know, maybe even uh, the judge? I know, uh, you know, she's now under fire um, because of how she treated um the defendant, um, but you know when you look at the treatment of the family, um, or the, the the behavior of the family um, after the verdict was rendered, you know is it really forgiveness, or is it just a behavioral reaction due to the ignorance of remedial options. In other words, um, because I don't know my rights, I don't have any. You know, because I don't have um, a knowledge of self, I don't have a knowledge of, um, you know, who I am, what I am according to history, because I've been programmed and indoctrinated uh, into thinking that you know there's there's no uh, there's no exit you know from this uh, oppression said oppression. I mean, what else is there to do other than capitulate? That's my opinion. Um, but with with uh, 
speaking on the, the greater topic or, or um, you know, from a perspective of, perspective of nature, uh, I'm sorry, nation building, um, from a perspective of uh, unification. I mean, ultimately, that's going to occur. You know, in other words, um, you know, we're, we're, we're all being, you know, if you look at it, if you look at, uh, you know, different walks, different life circumstances, different, um, you know, experiences, you know, nature is singular in its truth and its ultimate objective in reunifying all of us. It's going to happen whether or not we're complicit or non-complicit. The only difference is is that, you know, if you're non-complicit, it, it's going to result in suffering. It's going to result in pain. That's, that's you know, what we've had to deal with, um, captivity in, captivity out. I mean, since the, you know, since we became a nation, since we came out of uh, Egypt to actually be a nation and to be bond servants to the Most High, you know, being frauds, you know, and constantly going, you know, in and out of captivity. Um, and even, you know, with our most recent um, experience, um, you know, coming out of captivity, that entire experience is designed to, you know, get us to reform, you know, get us to, uh, you know, realign ourselves back to truth, um, get us to, to, to actually mend the breach, uh, so to speak. Those that take heed, you know, those that, uh, you know, are, are, are able to self-correct, it's an easier path, you know, and that's not to say that there won't be uh, challenges in life. It's just that you're, you're, you're really getting out of your own way, you know, from a standpoint of, um, you know, correcting yourself and particularly for our people, being able to, uh, you know, come back to a place of, 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 of being civilized, um, oh yeah, I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, uh, it, it, it's a good thing if we're able to do these things consciously, but, you know, whether we're conscious of it or not, um, you know, we're all being pulled back along this uh, conscious, you know, evolutionary um, path, and you know, if you're aware of that, I mean, resistance is, uh, you know, probably not a good idea, and, and I'll yield with that. Thank you for that, brother. <clears throat> you know, I want to encourage us to return to love and to return to truth through the expression of our behaviors. I want to give a shout out to Brother Will, who was a friend of Brother Eric's in the nation and whom I spoke with yesterday. And 
Shout out to Brother Taylor, Christopher Taylor, who was uh, uh, directed towards uh, me by Sister Lynette. I that he's her brother-in-law. Um, I want to give love and peace and blessings to um, us all. Listen, regardless of background, how about we try this? How about we greet one another with smiles? Greet one, greet the Negroes with smiles, with love, with warmth. Speak to one another again. They, I noticed a lot of us out here that don't, you know, I'm from Detroit. If you, somebody speaking to you on the street, you better watch your back. You might be getting set up. But my point is, how about we start to express that real love? L listen, there's a lot of people that are calling themselves woke and conscious and, you know, black power. I love my people and all this. But when it comes down to the actual display, if there is something different about one, one of us, uh, one another, if they're a different religion, different whatever, you know, even sexual orientation. I don't agree with lesbianism and homosexuality. The scriptures speak against it. The Lord Almighty in nature is against it. That's how I see it. But obviously the people that participate in that don't see it that way. And I don't agree with their behavior, but that doesn't mean that I have to mistreat them. I don't have to insult them. I don't have to mistreat them. I can respect them for what they, for who and what they are. Let them do their thing. If as long as they don't push up on me, it's, you know, they do their thing. Hopefully you understand what I'm saying, but I want to read for you something in the scriptures that is very, very critical, particularly in the Hebrew faith that some of you may heard, have heard before, but Hopefully you will hear something different this time. Romans chapter 9. Beginning at verse 1. This is Paul writing. And if anybody um, ever reads the scriptures and you read the writings of Paul, generally you have to read for, for a significant amount of time because brother is long-winded. And to, to really be able to grasp what the points that he's trying to get across. Okay. Paul, by some people, I've heard some in the Islamic um, faith um, of America, Negroes in America say Paul was a traitor. Um, he was teaching Gentiles. There's a misunderstanding about him teaching Gentiles. One of the misunderstandings is the people that he was going to were not foreign nations. The people he was going to were those of his other, of his own people who believed that they were Gentiles, just like meaning they believed that they were something other than who, who they really were. Just like you today, the North American Negroes, Latinos, particular Western Spanish-speaking peoples, Haitians, West Indians, Native Americans, 
You all don't think that you're the Jew of the Bible. When you think of the word Jew, you think of these Caucasian people with the yarmulkes, some of the curls coming down on the sides of their head. You don't think, but they're practicing their religion. They're not, this is not about religion when we're talking in the scriptures. When we're talking about the Jew, we're talking about bloodlines. We're talking about who you are genetically, your nationality. They're practicing a religion, being Jewish, but they cannot be, I don't know if this is coming out well enough, but they cannot be a different nationality than who, who they are. They're practicing a religion. I'll come back to that. I want to make this clear. So brothers, uh, listen to this because I'm going to come to the brothers and actually, before I go to the brothers, uh, before I read it, Brother Shedrick, what is, if something, if you adopt something, what does that mean? Shalom, um, can I be heard? Yes, sir. Um, when you adopt something, you're technically uh, fostering it for a particular use. You're using it, but not necessarily uh, claiming. You you understand that it's not necessarily of your own uh, body per se, but you know that you can use something or something can uh, be used of you, so to speak. Um, it's technically something that you are uh, uh, using, so to speak. Something that you are using. Yes. Thank you, sir. Brother Lynn, what does it mean to adopt someone? Um. So when I think about that, I mean, basically adoption is um, an acquisition or it's taking a possessorship. So, um, you know, in doing that, it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, the, what you're taking possessorship of or the property it doesn't necessarily have to be an individual. It can be behaviors. It can be conduct. It can be uh, conduct. It can be, you know, tradition. Um, essentially, it is you know, it's, it's acquisition. Are you? An acquisition. You can adopt people. You can adopt behaviors. You can acquire the responsibility over people, all of the above. Remember that word, because this is critical. Now listen to this. Romans chapter 9, verse 1. Again, this is Paul. I say the truth in Christ, I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. So this means that the Holy Spirit is within Paul, is what he's saying. So he's not going to lie, and he's not going to do any of that. Verse 2 reads on, that I have great heaviness. Uh, someone needs to mute. 
One moment. Shoot. Someone needs to mute. Okay. Verse 2 reads as follows. That I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself were cursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. Hold that there. So understand, he's speaking to his brethren, and he's saying that he wishes that he could take on this burden for the whole body of his brothers and sisters, as did the example in the man that walked 2,000 years ago, who's become known as Jesus. Verse 4, who are Israelites? So, to, so understand, the people he's talking about are Israelites. To whom pertaineth the adoption? And the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises. Now, when you adopt, now understand, let, let, let me make this clear. All of these things were given to the Israelites in the scriptures. In the Hebrew faith, given to them only. He's talking to Gentiles who do not identify with that any longer, no more than most of you out there in North America, Central and South Americas, Negroes, Latinos, so on and so forth. You don't identify with this being really you, and it is, in fact, you, and we can prove it in history. We can prove it in law. You don't, you don't agree, you know, necessarily. You don't identify as that, but you are, in fact, the Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises. So, Shedrick, what is this adoption that pertaineth to our people? This adoption that pertaineth to our people is this this adoption that pertains to our people would necessarily, I would have, it would appear to be the Hebrew faith, the reestablishing of the law, the principles, the, the commandments and the statutes that they somehow gotten away from through all of the idol god worshippers and that they were doing under the Roman Empire. And I yield, buddy. Very well put. They have to adopt what they should have had by nature. They have to adopt it 
again. They have to adopt it. Excuse me. Why? Well, listen, verse five. Whose are the fathers? Now, these people that some of you think you're Muslims, Christians, I'm not knocking these things. If that's what you relate to, that's what you relate to. I'm not talking about your religion. I'm talking about who you are biologically, who you are historically, and what you were practicing in your life as your faith from the beginning and the original time that you became aware of who you were. So you are the chosen people of the Most High God Almighty. Verse 5, whose are the fathers and of whom as concerning the flesh Christ came. Now let me explain that. What you what is being lied to to the masses of people is that the one who be, has become known as Jesus came 2,000 years ago to save everybody on the planet. No. His work is what was to save everybody on the planet of all different nationalities. But he came for one specific group of people who, just like you are, had fallen into slavery, forgotten who they were, forgotten how they were supposed to con conduct themselves, worshiping idol gods and mythology, just like you are today, worshiping all these religions and all these gods and paintings and pictures of wood and stone and you calling those God, same thing you're doing today. That's who he came for to get them out of slavery back into the kingdom, a nation upon which David and the forefathers had established. I hope that makes sense. But listen, and of whom as concerning the flesh, the flesh, who they were biologically, who they were by nationality, who they were historically, that they had forgotten, and they think that they're Gentiles, just like many of you think you're Gentiles. Who is the flesh Christ came, who is over all, who is over all, God blessed forever. Amen. Verse 6, not as though the word of God have taken none effect. See, because this was given to Hebrews, and the fact that Paul is preaching to Gentiles who are actually Israelites, who think that they are Gentiles, but here's the critical point. There were other nationalities scattered amongst them just as they are now today. Just as if you go to some churches, you have people from different nationalities scattered in. I'm talking about Caucasians in particular. There were a few of them scattered around these other Israelites who are Gentiles. I can prove it with scripture and I, hopefully I'll get the chance to do that. 
So he's saying it's not like this word is, is, is going to be of none effect, meaning it was delivered to Israelites. It was for the Israelites. And if others who Christ is over all, if others benefit from this and come into this faith, they can't change nationalities. But they can come into the true faith. But if the the Israelites who think that they are Gentiles, for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel, meaning not all of us who are biologically the actual chosen, have it in our hearts to do the right thing and return to the truth. Brother Liam, what you got? Can I be heard? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can be heard. Okay. Um, well, at, at the end of the day, um, you know, just like I stated earlier, uh, you know, when, when you don't know who you are, you really don't know, you, you really don't have a basis for being able to understand yourself and how do you, how you even relate to yourself and how you relate to the world that's around you and um or or the world that you're you know having to um to operate in and you know because you know of of the repeated um you know transgressions by our people that continuity that we would have had um you know by not being cut off that continuity would have provided us um the identity that that is necessary to Stay in alignment with truth. You know that that's really what you know what we've been missing. Um, additionally, you know when you don't have that, um, you know you can only you you can only identify or or we're only identifying with our programming. You know we're only ident identifying with um, you know what the the the, the administrators. Um, Reveal to us with respect to you know how how they want us to perceive ourselves, and you know at the end of the day it, there there's no remedy to that you, you know uh, you know even going back to um, you know Exodus where you know it tells you how to um, you know deal with debtors you know if you have a international debtor you don't have to release him. Um, for 49 years, you know, if you're dealing with a domestic debtor, um, you release them, um, you know, in the seventh year. And the reason why that is applicable is because, you know, you have to comprehend that to know that we are actually being held in trust and we are money. And so why, you know, what what's the incentive? What is the um, motivation for those that use us as legal tender 
to actually tell us the truth about who and what we are. You know that that that's essentially the equivalent of taking you know your 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 fiat and flushing it down the toilet. I mean, nobody in their right mind would do that. The problem is, for for us, you know, we're still walking around in ignorance of who and what we are. Um, you know what's actually going on on this planet. You know why we have to stop. Uh, looking at everything that occurs to our people as a racial issue, they are, these are not racial issues. These are issues of, um, you know, lack of awareness, lack of understanding, um, you know, just uh, not being aware. And at the end of the day, um, we have an entire culture you know, we have a a a, um, a, a understanding. Um, we have a knowledge base that is being used to keep us subjugated until such time as we wake up out of this stupor and decide to take on this yoke. Um, you know, as a people, you know, as a as a body of people. You know, it's it's unfortunate. But, you know, the first thing that, that has occurred um, or, or, or what has needed to occur, it has. You know, we've been called. We've been called out of, you know, this foolishness. We've been called out of, um, you know, these behaviors that got us into this situation in the first place, first place the, the, you know, improper sexual conduct, the backbiting, lying, cheating, um, you know, the, the fraud. We're being called out of that. You know, and it's not for a purpose unto ourselves. It it, it is it, it's, it's reunification. You know, and and ultimately, um, you know, we just gotta really get out of the mind state of thinking as individuals. You know, you know, every, everybody has an ego, and to some degree, that ego is necessary. Um, it, it's it's part and parcel. Um, one of the things that you have to deal with just being on, on this plane, but we have to check that, you know, and we have to recognize that, um, you know, one individual does not trump the body. You know, you can you can have a member and lose a member, but should your body be consumed because of a, a for the sake of a member? I mean, the Christ said that, you know, if your eye causes you to offend, poke, poke it out. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but if your eye causes you to offend, take it out. If your hand causes you to offend, cut it off. So, um, yeah, brother, those are my thoughts. I, I, I'll, I'll yield. I don't want to take up too much time. Shalom. Thank you, sir. Brother E.K., so um brother, yes sir. Um yeah, you know, it's uh just listening well, just basically taking in what this verses are saying. Um it just shows where if we don't understand um where we've started, we really can't know where we're going and we'll always be searching and searching and searching and then a whole lifetime would have passed us and we never really figured it out. So 
I believe now it's a great opportunity for all of us to understand, like, we have a great heritage that we can trace back to and then begin adopting what was set forth for us from the very beginning in the inception. And that allows us to have a trail that allows us to continue to march with confidence and with clarity towards our future. And we don't have to worry about seeking validation from other nationalities outside of ourselves because of the awareness factor that we don't have at the moment. We kind of lack that at a, at a grand scale right now as far as who we are and what we should be doing as a people. Um, and because of the fact that, unfortunately, we've adopted the quote-unquote Gentile practice of other nations, which we are in America, those practices have rubbed up, have rubbed off on how we treat one another, how we view ourselves, how we um, understand our history, and how we understand our place in society as a whole, and what are the rights and privileges that we're bestowed with, and how do we navigate the scene. And because of all of those things that we're caught up in, we can't make heads or tails as to who and what we are and why we arrived at this place and how we can get out of it and allow ourselves the opportunity and allow our um, generation that comes after us the opportunity to continue a legacy that our forefathers had originally started for us and set up for us. And so if we look at that and, and we understand that, you know, at this point, you know, and, and again, people may have their way of living and how they view life and whatnot, but I think at some point it, you have to ask the question, like, what good is it if all you people that look like you, that have essentially have arrived at this place in history in the modern day time from a common occurrence that happened 2,000 plus years ago all the way up to the transatlantic slave trade and all the way up till now, where is all this disconnectedness from? And what is it going to take for us to understand the common origin that we had so we have a common destination? Because all the disconnectedness is not going to allow us to arrive at a place that benefits all of us and has all of us working in harmony and in unison. And so even though people may have disdain about the scriptures or where they see themselves in relation to the scriptures, but where is that vantage point coming from? That's not an origination that happened. That's someone telling us the narrative that we've inadvertently subscribed to and have adopted that as our awareness cycle for how we view ourselves in society and how we're marching on our paths every single day. But um, for fortunately for us, we've arrived at a place where now this the truth has unveiled itself where now we're able to trace back who we are. There is proof of who we are and how we're tying back to the heritage that we can readopt and allow ourselves to be able to continue marching forward on a path that allows us to all be successful globally, you know, regardless of where we are, you know. And so uh, if we tap into that, and keep that open-minded approach of tracing back who we are and what we are, what we stood for, what we was about, that allows, like Brother Lynn has said, that continuity to continue to 
uh, evolve over time. And that's going to allow us to continue to pass this on to generations and generations. And that will continue the legacy that our forefathers had wanted for us. But if we're subscribing to a narrative that really isn't our narrative that we have to subscribe to as far as who we are in this society and our place, then that's really where we're going to feel disconnected. And then all of these goals and these objectives of what we want for our people will never arrive at a successful place because everyone's objectives are disconnected. There's no commonality to that. But because of where we are today and how we can trace back to understanding who we are and what we are from the scriptures and history and where we are right now, that's going to give us the best position possible, the best opportunity possible, rather, opportunity rather, to allow us to continue doing great things for one another and continually uh, enhancing that cycle of loving each other, showing support for each other, showing encouragement for each other, supporting each other's businesses for each other, and understanding how we can control the narrative of what goes into the media, of how other nationalities, other nationalities look at us. We can control that narrative. We can basically create the safe haven for our children to grow up in an environment where their history or the historical books that they are reading, they can identify with. And they can understand the heritage that they came from and be appreciative of that because they don't have that in today's school systems, obviously, for great reasons. So imagine if we, if we have that and if we are tracing ourselves back to that space and that allows all of us to be able to do the right things for one another in our year. Thank you for that, dear brother. So love one another. Treat your own people as well as you would treat outsiders. Treat one another and forgive one another with the same type of forgiveness that you forgive these foreign nations for slaying our people. Try transferring that over to us as well. I'm definitely not going to tell you to hate anybody. You might hate how people behave. You might hate what people have done and what they do. I am not going to encourage you to hate anybody. Now, it is important for us to have long suffering and dealing with these lazy, slothful, shiftless Negroes, Latinos, so on and so forth, of our own. Don't let, don't let them abuse you and kill you. Don't let your own abuse you and kill you. But have long suffering and de listen, I'm just telling the truth and dealing with our foolishness and dealing with our ignorance, particularly in these love relationships. Lord, have mercy. Because some of you are about as foolish as the day is long. You don't even access or utilize your common sense. On how you treat one another. You treat one another with contempt and you call it love. 
but it's actually not love. But when it comes to this faith, you must love your people on a different level. So what they view things differently than, than you. Don't yoke yourself with them. You can be unevenly yoked, but still respect them. Still treat them with love and respect. Hell, for all you know, your corrected behavior might help influence another group of people. But don't make enemies out of one another because of different pronunciations, different spellings, different ways that you uh, speak a language, or whether you speak it or not, or whether you have fringes or fezes. Just uh, Zanice, excuse me, and Taboosh, excuse me. If you are different than someone else, embrace your difference, stand your ground, and respect others. Now, I want to do one more thing to iterate this Hebrew faith and the love that we must not only give, the love that we see, the forgiveness we see being given to others, foreign nations. Um, we read this last week, I believe it was, but I'm going to read it again. Deuteronomy 32 and 2. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass. So, the doctrine of the faith of the Hebrew is to fall upon this earth and all of its inhabitants as rain. And if anybody that's standing on this earth and alive and kicking, and it rains where you are, you cannot escape a single raindrop. You can't dodge these raindrops, which means you cannot dodge the laws, the statutes, and the commandments of the Almighty. So whether you are an Israelite or not, the law is written in nature. And it will bring judgment upon you. Because this doctrine of the Almighty is the natural law itself. Now understand something. There are people who have made mischief with this. Who in the name of this truth hate their brother. They claim to love their people. But first chance they get to slander, to libel backbite and talk like talk about these people like a dog they take they go all on youtube all on on facebook and they attack one another that is hatred being displayed disguised as love disguised as worship of the almighty now listen to what the scripture says Isaiah 28 and 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Hmm. So who understands this doctrine that 
shall drop as the rain. Do these racists understand it? These racists like the Ku Klux Klan and what have you, supremacists of any walk of life, black, white, whatever you want to call it, do they understand that universal natural law applies to everyone, whether you believe in a God or not? Do they understand that? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts. So that means you must become like a baby again and be fed the proper doctrine, the proper milk. This is a... well, this is where we are right now today. L listen to this. Jeremiah 10, beginning at verse 7. Who would not fear thee, O king of nations? For to thee doth it appertain, for as much as among all the wise men of the nations and in, their, in all their kingdoms, there is none like unto thee. But they are altogether brutish, and foolish, the stock is a doctrine of vanities. So we got generations after generations that have been brought up in doctrines of vanities. Vanities particularly pertaining to nationalities, particularly pertaining to racism, where they have religions built on racism. They have philosophies built on supremacy. That is a vain doctrine. But whom shall make whom shall he make to understand the doctrine? Whom shall he make to understand the doctrine? Isaiah 29:24. They also that erred in spirit shall come to understanding. And they that murmured shall learn doctrine. So while all of you have been calling yourselves waking up, you have been waking up and become the stock of doctrines of vanities. You become brutish, mean-spirited, haughty, arrogant, and foolish. Ever learning, never coming to the knowledge of truth of the doctrine that shall fall as rain, which is written in universal law and natural law. Whether you believe in the scriptures or not, whether you believe in a God or not, all fall under the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High Almighty. And even those of you who have been thinking that you are waking up into this truth, even you will come. You have erred, erred in your spirit and you have been seduced by these doctrines of vanities. The scripture says by the prophet Isaiah, even you shall come to be learned of this doctrine. I hope you all get it. Love one another and treat one another with the respect that you saw this these people 
treat the this foreign lady, this cop that murdered one of us? How about we apply that type of love and respect that we give to these other businesses to our own? Have long suffering, be patient. Now, if the people that you're dealing with in the business are mean and nasty, of course, you don't want to partake in that. But if you see that they're trying, they're sincere, and they're kind, and they're respectful, and they appreciate your business, give them an opportunity. And give your people an opportunity to love one another. Thank you for listening. We'll adjourn for the day. Shalom, shalom. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.